Hi everyone, I'm Tommy, your host, and welcome to a new episode of the Anxiety Free Podcast. I used to suffer from severe anxiety, and I'm here to share my experience and how I was able to get where I am today. So today, I'm going to give you four quick ways to cope with anxiety. Yeah, just four. And these techniques are to use really on a daily basis. I feel like this is how you're going to be able to have an anxiety level at the lowest. But also, you know, when you have anxiety, and especially if anxiety arrived suddenly into your life, just like me, um, you need to learn new habits. I understand that sometimes you just want to go back to a life where you didn't have anxiety. But in the meantime, and you're probably going to do uh, a lot of therapy and maybe you're taking medication and things like that. But in the same time, you still need to help your body and mind to just cool down uh, every day. And for this, you just need to learn these new techniques and from these new techniques that we need to become habits. Now, I know it's complicated to create a new habit. Um, there's some studies that say that it takes 66 days for something to become an habit. Well, you need to have some discipline because 66 days is just long sometimes. And some techniques that I'm going to give you are just five minutes. Sometimes they're like 30 minutes. Uh, sometimes it's an hour a day. So, you know, you need to like make some space in your busy agenda a bit for yourself, for your anxiety. To be honest, like for me, it was complicated because um, I'm not a very disciplined guy, but I'm very good with putting a lot of reminders on my phone. So for some of these uh, methods that I'm going to tell you, I had reminders on my phone to tell me to do it. And that worked. That that worked for for some of them for like a, a period of time. The techniques that I'm going to give you today, sometimes they show their effect like straight away. So they're very short term, but sometimes it's a bit more long term. So you need to keep going, really, um, doing these techniques to see the positive effects. Maybe sometimes for you, they're going to work. Uh, maybe they're not going to work. Maybe they're going to match with your uh, lifestyle. Maybe maybe they won't. Uh, I know it's going to be complicated, but we're here together to try to heal from anxiety, get better and have a normal life again. So here's the four different ways to cope with anxiety. Well, the first one is an activity that takes time. Some of you maybe are going to the gym, some of you are doing yoga, some, some of you are, are doing running, or some of you are just love Netflix so much. Um, and I tend to do that too. But when I used to have anxiety, uh, even though I've been working out quite often, like probably three times or four times a week, like a few years ago, I, it wasn't enough sometimes to ease my mind. The best thing for me that I found was like a high intensity workout, just because when you do a high intensity workout for like 45 minutes or, or an hour, you literally tend to let go completely and leave your brain, as I say, in the changing room and you just arrive and it's just your body and it's just you and you don't think about anything else. And it's just so good when you have anxiety that your, your mind is too busy and it's just so good that for once it's not busy. 
So what's funny is that every time that I was starting my workout, I used to have anxiety for the next, the first five to 10 minutes because I would think that, oh my God, like my heart is just beating very quickly. I think uh, I'm going to die. I'm going to uh, imagine I'm going to pass out like uh, on the treadmill or some, on something like that. At the end, you just you just let go. And what's good about it is that you have such a great sensation in your body and at, at the end, and you just very, very well. I remember I used to stay uh, in the gym after the workout, like in the changing room and under the shower, and I was just feeling at ease with myself. I was just feeling very, very good. And it does last, it does last. Um, Normally, if I go to the gym at night, I would be like very well just after. When I was living in Paris, I was also um, doing some yoga two to three times a week. And especially for me, the yin yoga was the best one um, because it just helps you to slow down, relax, really turn inward, helps with the stress, it improves with this flexibility, although I'm still not the most flexible guy ever. It really does help. It boosts the circulation, reduces the tension. So it's a it's a kind of a technique miracle for everything. And and at the end, once again, you just your mind is at peace. As I'm not having anxiety a- anymore, I don't really feel the need to be honest to to do some yoga. But this is something I really loved to do. And you know, every time I was doing any kind of physical activity, it was just my happy place because. I know how I would feel after, and it was just very good. So if you can do some workout and try to do a workout where you tend not to think too much, you know, where you're more in the action, that's probably the best for you because that's where you're going to literally let, let you go and you won't be anxious. My second technique is breathing exercise. And there's a lot of breathing exercise around here, but I'm going to talk here about the cardiac coherence or 365. 365 because it's three times a day, six breaths a minute during five minutes. So literally the way it works is you need to breathe in for five seconds and breathe out for five seconds. And you're using your belly to breathe. When you lay down on your uh, sofa or your bed, for instance, you place your hands um, on top of your belly and you are feeling the air going in and going out of your body, just like a balloon, really. And how it works is that it impacts and regulates your, your heartbeat and the hormones in your body. So that's good to do that, especially if you feel like you start to be anxious or you feel like maybe you're going to have a panic attack. It's, it's the best thing, really. That's for the short term. But in the medium and long term, the cardiac coherence has all the benefits, just like better stress and anxiety management, emotional balancing, reduction of sleep disorder, very important, risk of depression and burnout, reduction of the high blood pressure, regain of tonus and energy, less fatigue and improvement of concentration. I mean, what else do we need more? It's just kind of amazing the way just breathing can regulate a lot of things in your body. So this is the kind of technique I would need to put a reminder. I would do one uh, before working. I would do sometimes at the transport. I would do one at my lunchtime and one before sleeping. 
and uh, you just feel you just feel great. It's just it's just five minutes. It just helps you to reconnect with yourself a little bit. And I still I mean, I'm still doing it sometimes when I feel like I'm buzzing too much or I have like too much going on with work. I'm stressed or some, something like that. I just take five minutes to breathe, breathe in, breathe out, and you're just very very calm. So that was for the second techniques. The third one is one that I started quite late uh, into my anxi- anxiety journey. That's journaling. I started late and I didn't put like intentions to do that for anxiety, but it turns out to be uh, something for anxiety. That was at the starting of COVID. So back in March 2020, my anxiety level was quite reduced back then already. But I felt like COVID was an interesting period with like a lot of anxiety challenge and a lot of change in our lives. I remember I've lost uh, the same week uh, my, my two jobs and I was breaking up with my boyfriend and then we were in log- and then we were isolating in our house. So that was quite a challenging period for, for everyone. And, and just because we didn't know how tomorrow will be, um, I decided to have a book and uh, where I would write every day how I feel, what I was doing, what I was watching on TV, and just my feelings um, in general. But it was more at the beginning uh, just to remember this period. And so obviously there were some days where I would feel like a bit more anxious about like what happened in my life and and I was trying to understand my emotion and it's just so powerful. You probably don't see value in writing. You, you're probably thinking, oh, but when I'm actually talking to someone, it's the same thing, but it's not the same thing because it just helps you to explain yourself and really deep dive into your emotions. And when you write something, when you write your mood, it makes you understand the cause and it gets you to the solution much, much, much quicker. So what you need to do for that is to have a everyday mood journal and you need to write literally how you feel about something, how was your day, if you feel happy, if you feel sad, why, if you feel anger, if you feel anxious, why do you feel like that? And there's five steps every time you want to ex- work on an emotion and try to find a solution is A, you need to name the emotion, do you feel angry? Do you feel happy? How do you feel? B, what causes it? C, what are the consequences of these emotions? D, do you think your behavior is appropriate? And finally, E, did it solve the issue? So every time you want to work on an emotion and please write this five steps, you need to name it. You need to say what causes it? What were the consequences? Is this appropriate? And did it solve your issues? And I would always finish my mood journal by five gratitude points. And the gratitude points is just bringing back the happiness on the medium term and long term. And I know sometimes you're going to have a great day and sometimes you're going to have a shit day. And, but I'm, and I'm telling you that sometimes we have a lot of shit days and you're like, nothing was great today. Um, but I was still writing something. I was still writing five gratitude points. And that can be easy things. 
um, for instance, all the um, coffee that I had this morning was actually good. I had a nice chat with my sister or or just a good workout or maybe, you know, like, but it's always good to have like five gratitude points and because there's always something good happening to you in your day, but you just need some time to see it. And, you know, I still have this book, but I'm not writing every day anymore because I don't feel the need to it. But to be honest, sometimes when I'm very, very happy or when I have very bad emotions, I'm always writing it. And sometimes I can write pages and pages and pages. And at the end, I feel so, so really. So this is really a tool everyone should get. And I wish sometimes at school, uh, we've been told to do this kind of thing for our mental health because this is easy. It doesn't cost anything. And it's just so, so good. And I'm advising you to get a book and not writing on your phone because I feel like when you write yourself with your hand, you can feel the intensity in your pen, uh, which is different than if you write on your uh, phone. And finally, the fourth um, technique is going to be meditation and mindfulness. I know probably a lot of people have ever heard of it. I don't know if people ever try it really. It's kind of complicated sometimes um, because it's a, it's a real technique. It's, it's kind of complicated to do it by yourself, especially if you have anxiety. It, I feel like what worked for me is to do some videos uh, on YouTube of guided meditation, or that could be also on the app uh, Headspace. That was really helpful. And just 10 minutes a day are really helping. And once again, this is something that you will see the effect much more in the long term. But yeah, meditation, what it is, it's the ability to be fully aware or present without overreact and be overwhelmed. And with anxiety, we are overwhelming a lot. And it's just very good because it allows yourself to feel and acknowledge your worries, irritations, your painful memories, which is sometimes um, the cause of anxiety, really, and other difficult thoughts and emotions. So there is three steps uh, when you want to do mindfulness, is that first step is you need to attention on the present moment. You need to focus on the breath on one region of your body. So when you slow down, sometimes I would pick like a region of my body and I would focus on the breath on that, on that region. So sometimes it's going to be the, my throat, sometimes it's going to be inside my nose, sometimes it's going to be uh, on my belly, sometimes uh, it's going to be on my mouth. I will try to focus on this and obviously you're going to have emotions coming and thoughts but it's good to just acknowledge them and let them let them go because an emotion never really stay. An emotion is just here for like a few seconds and, and just go away. So it's good to bring the attention of your body and identify this emotion, experience them and let the thoughts and emotion go right after this. So once again, if you really want to try guided meditation, just go on YouTube. You have plenty of them or you can go on headspace and don't focus on the short-term solutions you will need short-term medium-term and long-term solutions when you are treating anxiety 
So I didn't try all these techniques at once. And as I told you, I was quite bad with them because I wasn't very disciplined. And to be honest, I wish if I had anxiety now, I would probably set up like these techniques more into my daily life. And these are quick ways uh, to cope with anxiety, but I never say they will treat anxiety. They would just come in conjunction with therapy, medication, and other big life change, uh, life decisions. And, you know, just make sure that you're going to be in the right uh, space, which is very important. Sometimes the solution is that easy that we're not, we're not taking it. You know, sometimes you feel that anxiety come from work and then all you have to do is quit your job. But uh, this is this is easy to say that, but that's actually not very easy to say. But in the meantime, there you can cope with anxiety with these techniques. So that's it for today's episode. I really hope um, it gives you a little bit of hope and strength that you will overcome anxiety just like I did. And once again, I'm just talking about my own experience with anxiety. I'm not providing any medical advice. And if you need some medical advice, please refer to your GP or your therapist. If you like this episode, please give it a review and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss the next episode. I'll see you next week. Bye.